Welcome to Inside the Upside Down on the Mike Ricksecker audio journey on MikeRicksecker.com. Welcome to Inside the Upside Down from Haunted Road Media. I'm author and ghost story and Mike Ricksecker. With me as always is Shauna Wankel, our chat shenanigator from Edge of the Rabbit Hole. And a fantastic writer herself. I'm working on it. <laughs> working on it. Well, you have some stories in our various books, so you have you are a writer. Gotta write my own book. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It will happen. It will definitely happen. So yeah, UFOs extraterrestrials i'm even going to throw out there some nsa secrets so more on that as we go <laughs> shana was hearing some of the stuff earlier she's like oh my god i was like yep we're gonna get shut down and mike's <laughs> gonna show up missing and yeah. maybe maybe they overheard us earlier and that's why the first show was such <laughs> oh my god we really really do thank christopher peters for coming out i had a lot of fantastic information fantastic uh story of course he has a uh, wonderful hollywood pedigree being the son of john peters and leslie and warren his stepmother was barbara streisand well i, I say was but still is <laughs> you know so um cool stuff and it just buffered and was like nuts for the first 40 minutes of the show and so we apologize for that um can already see nice green light here a nice healthy stream so <laughs> I think it's something in the area that is just bogging us down until about that time. Yep. So, so I'm just going to have to go door to door and be like, what are you doing between the hours of 8 830 and, you know, that, that's 830 what and do. about 910 yeah. central time. So I'm going to do a flash. Like, what were you doing between the hours of 830 and 910 on Tuesday nights? <laughs> Whatever it is. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're going to talk about, I mean, Basically, because we just had Christopher on there talking about his own extraterrestrial experiences, I figured, you know, and I had this show idea for um, probably a good month and a half, and then Andrea uh, introduced me to uh, Christopher basically via email, and it was like, well, we're just going to have to hold off on the UFO show until uh, we have Christopher on, and it'd be a nice piggyback onto it, because I knew we were going to talk about his experiences. I figured you guys might want to know a little bit of something about ours because uh, we have had them you know i mean we're not really a you know, ufo extraterrestrial channel we've touched on it here and there like we had john de Sousa on um andrea of course talks about that stuff um but we are primarily of course ghosts and hauntings in uh supernatural paranormal and we've talked fairies so if we've talked fairies why not ufos so sure, sure. and shauna's like okay whatever <laughs> <laughs> She's had two experiences. Yep. They <laughs> you were, want to talk about one of them? Yeah. Uh, well, my very first one was when I was in college. So this was about in the year 92, 93, maybe. And um, for those of you that are familiar with the Illinois area that I hail from, uh, Lewis and Clark College in Godfrey, Illinois, which is very close to Alton. And I was uh, there from like 7 o'clock in the morning until about 9 or 9.30 at night. So my father, after I told him about my experience, thought maybe it was just exhaustion. 
But since there were other people involved, uh, he kind of had to throw that idea out. So um, I'm driving back. It's about 9.30 at night, and I see some other people parked alongside the highway just outside of Jerseyville. And I'm like, you know, what's going on? And uh, didn't see any emergency responders or anything. So I was like, well, it's obviously not a wreck. There's just people standing around. So I'm like kind of casing the joint out, you know, looking around. And I saw something, I happened to glance up and I saw something just kind of hanging out up there. And it wasn't moving or anything. It was just kind of still. So I was like, okay. So I parked over pulled my car off the road and I get out and we're all standing there watching this whatever it is and all of a sudden it goes from motionless to just just zooming across the sky and it was just gone I mean you could not see anything and and there's some like ducked you know not knowing what it what it was what it was going to do it was going to come back in the same manner it came in um but yeah, everybody's like, oh my God, what was that? You know, it was aliens, it was aliens, you know. <laughs> you know, but was it? Because, you know, I didn't have anything else to compare it to, but um, it was definitely an unidentified flying object, which is what a UFO is. So um, no little green men or anything like that, but just... You didn't get abducted? No. <laughs> no, but it was just there, and then it was just gone so fast. In that fast. And just but how big boom. was it? Uh, I mean, it wasn't... It didn't seem to be as high up as planes usually are, and you can see detail with them. Um, it didn't really have any, you know, bells and whistles on it. It was just this white kind of lit up thing. Um, and then, boop, it's gone. gone. Uh, Betty Lange is asking, did it take you a few minutes to realize what you saw? Yeah, I mean, I started talking to these people that I'd never met before in my entire life, you know, and we're all like, what the hell was that? And uh, I was like, okay, so then the whole way home, I'm sitting there watching the sky again thinking, oh my God, it, you know, it, it saw me down there. Now it's going to follow me. And I live near all these cornfields. I'm so going to get abducted. <laughs> it's going to, you know, scoop me up and nobody's going to see me again. Yes, and, that's right. Aliens plus cornfield equals abduction. Yeah, yeah, it totally <laughs> does. So Donna's saying that uh, she's glad you didn't get probed. Yeah, yeah. Or, or did I? Maybe I'm one of those. They might have just wiped your memory. Right. Right. Now I'm in trouble People because I'm remembering it. Yeah. I'm remembering it, so now I'm in trouble. Right. You know. But uh so I got home and I and I told my dad, he was like, Have you got any sleep? You know, like, I was like, Dad, no, I'm serious, you know, and I'm not the only one. There was other people. Yeah, because you said that all these people were parked yeah, off. So they saw is, they saw it there for a while. So yeah, they they were there, you know, with their some of them have their lights on. Some of them have their lights off, but those people have been sitting there, you know, for a minute. So. Did they tell you anything about like what was going like, on before you showed up? Yeah, like the they were talking about. It's like I was just driving and I just happened to look up and seeing this thing sitting there and I wasn't moving, you know. And so I was like, "What? What is that? I got time." So they just pulled over, right? And then pretty soon someone else came along. It's like, and hadn't first one had stopped uh, said they had their flashers on, and so another person stopped to see if they needed any help, you know. And then that's how it, you know. Next, and then all these people. 
you know, there's like two cars, uh, people now with their cars alongside the road out of the car standing. So it's drawing attention to other motorists. And now, you know, there's like seven or eight cars. So, um, you know, and then I went to sleep that night and I woke up the next day and I replied to my dad and he goes, well, it would be pretty arrogant for us to think that we're the only planet in the solar system or that there aren't any other solar systems. You know, it's, there's, there's, other solar system so why wouldn't there be other planets and why wouldn't there be other forms of life out there he goes i totally believe in aliens yeah just just within our own galaxy there's billions of solar systems so just statistically it it, they're out there yeah you know even from not to get into too many of the you know uh, technical details but you know the earth is about four and a half billion years old the universe they say is close to 14 billion years old which means a lot of other you know galaxies and solar systems and whatnot out there have had you know what eight eight billion years of a jump on us um more than that uh so yeah the possibility is i mean they could have been around for you know another five billion years more than us so um, uh, who was Andrea uh, was asking so do you think this was of alien origin I mean I can't say that it was but I can't say that it wasn't either you know Um, I have not seen anything in the sky move that fast before not before that not after that Um, well actually that's not true because I have a second you have a second one uh, it involves a goldenrod, I believe. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, <laughs> but you know, I I don't have I didn't have anything else to compare it to. Um, all I know is it didn't behave like a plane. It wasn't a meteor. You know. Um, well, that and that was one of the first things I started looking up. You know, trying to figure out. Yeah, yeah, check to see if there are any on. flights or something in the area. Yeah. I mean, people will check with like local Air Force bases to see if they had things going mm-hmm. on. And that's <clears throat> that's a prudent thing to do, you know, try to uh, eliminate different possibilities like that. You know, weather balloons, which was always, you know, the, the main culprit back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and a lot of people, you know, and I remember hearing something about it um, on the radio asking you know so on talk radio in the morning Mm -hmm. because so a lot of other people had seen it yeah that was all that was on on my drive to school in the morning you know it was talk radio so um and there was other people talking about you know radio stations been getting calls in hey did you guys hear do you know do you know what's going on in the area and Mm -hmm. and what was going on last night you know was there any um you know was there any like meteor activity last night was there you know although i've seen many a meteor in my day you know, comets, you know, and just falling stars and this and that and the other. It, that didn't, it just didn't behave like that. So uh, I just always classified it as a UFO because I couldn't put a positive ID on it. You know, yeah. it's not like it landed and an alien came out. So um, I'm pretty sure it was alien in origin. <laughs> All right, so uh, just a couple quick things so we are simulcasting on periscope and twitch so for those that are on those platforms if you're wondering about you know the chat that we're talking about and and all of that it's because we are uh, primarily on 
YouTube. So that's where the main broadcast is, but we do simulcast out to those other platforms. And um, this will later on be a uh, podcast out there on like everywhere, iTunes, mm -hmm. TuneIn. We're now on Spotify, uh, so there's that. But um, so you know, I do want to uh, I'll eventually get into stuff like NSA. We want to talk about you know like some disclosure and, and, and things like that um, and kind of where some of these different uh, topics are heading. Uh, but what's interesting is, you know, we'll get to the Goldenrod story too, because I, I love the tie into the Goldenrod, especially since mm -hmm. this is the anniversary tonight is the anniversary of when we first met out on the Goldenrod. Yep. Actually, I guess we met at the landing, <laughs> but it was yes. the Goldenrod that brought us together. And so this is an anniversary yep. of ours where it was the first day that we actually met in person. Right. Yeah. Three years ago. Um, yeah, I probably, um, no, it would have been a little bit later. I was like, do you want me to turn around? <laughs> <laughs> in any case, in any case. Um, so we'll get to the go-to ride here in a little bit. But what's interesting is, you know, I mean, I've always believed that there's, you know, aliens out there. Um, kind of like I've always believed in ghosts. I always, again, statistically, there, there's got to be something out there. Um, and I... I I was at NSA for a while. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And so, you know, I did see some stuff that's like, okay, so it kind of, you know, backed up my belief. Um, you know, kind of further cemented when, kind of like when I first got onto Facebook that a friend of mine that, and what I what I loved about when I first got on Facebook is all these old high school and, and uh, schoolmates and all that stuff. You were able to connect. And so talking with people I hadn't talked to in years, um, is one woman who's you know very level-headed person uh you know saw that i was into the paranormal and all that and so um and she would you know, never make up anything like this that you know she admitted to having a, a ufo encounter you know she's like i don't tell anybody but since you're into this stuff i'll tell you boom and i was like you know from her i was like okay you're kidding me <laughs> um so even though that i've, I've believed other people um uh, some uh, some people you know are just a little out there, but um, you know I have believed other people. I've seen some documentation of stuff, um, but I'd never actually seen one myself until this past December. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. It took forty four years. <laughs> yeah, um, heading out to my son's college graduation out in Oklahoma along. Uh, I-44 in Missouri and just driving along um, I, think I was listening to an audiobook or something at the time um, and you know they're just kind of these red lights two red lights just kind of hovering in the air off to the side it was on the other side of the highway and there's hovering there and I'm seeing it out of the corner of my eye and I look and it's hovering there and all of a sudden whoosh, just took off like a shot and I was like holy crap <laughs> mm -hmm. you know it wasn't that big um really not the the lights were kind of you know elongated like that sort of red and they just whew, I, and then gone and i was like i think i just saw a ufo you know after all these years like all right all right check that one off the list there we go <laughs> again wasn't abducted and no little green men i didn't lose time none of that stuff happened that some people report um 
but yeah that was my very first ufo this past december there we go huh. so now you and the goldenrod this is kind of an interesting one yeah so it was it was a very clear night and i mean no clouds it was a little bit brisk um and i was there with um a group called tip the illinois paranormalists and uh I asked one of the girls if she wanted to um, climb up on top of the boat because the view of the sky is amazing, especially on a clear night. She was like, yeah, sign me up, you know. And she was a photographer, so she took her camera and she took some amazing shots of the sky and just incredible. So she took a few shots and she's like, man, she goes, oh, look, there's a falling star, you know. So then she uh, laid down on the boat, laid down on the on the roof, you know. So I followed suit. I laid down. And so we're laying down there, and she's like, man, you were right, you know. And then uh, started seeing uh, some more, you know, falling stars. She's like, oh, my God, is there a meteor shower tonight? I'm like, I don't I don't think so. She goes, well, there's a lot of them. So we're sitting there, and then all of a sudden we see this other one that's a little bit bigger uh, than the rest of them. And it started its streak like a falling star, but then it made a hard 90-degree whatever, and then another one, and then it was gone. I'm like, wow. And so she looked at me, she goes, I don't think that was a falling star. I don't feel like we're alone tonight. <laughs> but I mean, the sky was just, just huge and just stars everywhere. And we saw it, you know, make the right angle, right angle, and then poof, away it went. But it was just like, just like the last time, you know, it just, it shot out of the picture, out of the frame so fast that, you know, where'd it go? Where did it go? So... Um. Yeah, it's it's like wow. Okay, so then we started talking about um, UFOs. She was like, yeah. you know, I've seen some random, you know, stuff up in the sky. I'm just like, yeah, it's probably a, a a naturally occurring whatever. And she says, but that was kind of cool. <laughs> you know, she says I wouldn't mind seeing that again. You know, so we laid up there for a little while and until it just got too cold, and um saw many uh falling stars meteors that night so there must have been a meteor shower that night that i was just not aware of and uh but we never saw that same activity again so just that one time interesting and there is a lot of people down in the chat right now that are also saying that they've seen some different things um betty lange uh, andrew cox andrew cox is a trucker so um yeah uh absolutely uh and I think a lot of people have, and it's it's interesting to me as to how there's this large contingency out there that is still just deny, 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 deny. Um, you know, people talk about you know disclosure and, and all this, and you know, the big question is, you know, why keep it? You know, I don't I don't think at this point anymore there's going to be a crisis of faith. You know, I, I know that that was a apparent concern for a while. Um, you know, and it made sense back then that, you know, you throw something out there like that, that we're not the only planet when a lot of people's, you know, faith are telling them, you know, we're, you know, supposed to be the only, at least according to what, what they've been taught, you know, but if you actually look more closely in the Bible, it's, uh, no, <laughs> no, that can extend elsewhere. Um, but yeah, I, I think we've become a lot more open as a society these days where 
it's not going to destroy people's faith that people will still believe i mean shit i still believe and you know i i also believe that there are aliens out there you know <laughs> so it is what it is um so I'm seeing in the chat right now, Andrew is saying it was right above the sky outside my California home. So another one, okay. Um, XVI6, I've seen two green beans that were together. You know, people talk about the grays too. And so um, there's a lot of talk about interdimensional beings. Uh, we've, we've talked before about, you know, shadow people. You know, if those are interdimensional beings and if aliens are interdimensional beings, are shadow people possibly aliens? You know, so, um, but still, you, you get into you know, a lot of the the cover-ups. You know, there's big questions about Roswell. You know, was it was it a UFO crash? And they try to say it was a weather balloon. You have others that are saying, well, actually, it was you know military experiments or experimenting with na Nazi technology or whatever. And you know, so now it's <laughs> covered up one or two ways, whether you believe the the weather balloon or you believe the uh you know the ufo crash and it was actually this military stuff so it's just to me crazy all the different cover-ups and conspiracy where you could just say what everybody already pretty much knows yeah that it's there you've had two experiences i've had my first one <laughs> but i pretty much already knew um you know, you have a lot of people out there, whether it's on, you know, YouTube or you have, you know, you have some interesting shows out there. I mean, for, you know, for all the, you know, people say it's, you know, fanaticism or whether whatever, you know, ancient aliens. It does make you think, you know, um, you know, if they're visiting us today and they're by far older than us and are coming here. Why couldn't they have come 2,000, 4,000, 10,000 years ago? You know, given what we know about history. Maybe they're, they keep coming back because they're hoping to find intelligent life. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> there's certainly a lack of it in the world. <clears throat> now, Donna Gorton's asking, um, I believe this is straight from Donna, do you think that the ancient builders were alien? That's an excellent question, and I'm glad you asked. <laughs> That's my pause to give me a moment. Um, you know, I'm mixed on it. I'm not going to sit here and say that the aliens built the pyramids. I don't think the aliens built the pyramids. I think people built the pyramids. Um, were they using technology or know-how that they got from aliens? Maybe. Um, all the uh, research from Zachariah Sitchin. Um, the Anunnaki, this book, The Twelfth Planet, all of that stuff. Um, you know, f from a lot of things that I've, and I've read the book, Twelfth Planet, and from a lot of the other things that I've researched, um, it seems like he was headed down the right path. He did a lot of great research, and yet some of it probably was feeding the narrative that he wanted to tell. And so it's kind of hard to know. Um, so basically, did the Anunnaki come here and take, you know, apes to make a worker class us? Um, you know, and that's basically the Sumerian uh, legends and, you know, their, their history of their gods is that basically, 
you know, humans were a slave race, and you had uh, Inky and Enlil, you know, kind of jostling back and forth there. And so it's interesting. It's very interesting. And, you know, it's possible some of that happened from a certain point of view. It, it's hard to really know because those ancient myths, you know that there's a grain of truth in there. We talk about this all the time when we talk about history. There's a grain of truth in there. And the challenges in trying to find out what that truth is. So, um, I was going somewhere with that, but <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to toss it off to you for a second so I could remember. It's like, Shauna, we're, we've talked about history before. <laughs> yeah, I was just listening. Just let me go. I was listening. <laughs> we'll I, just let Mike go. <laughs> yeah, you were on a roll. I was on a roll. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, all this stuff is related. You know, they, you know, Bible, Torah, um, it, it all dates back to the same stuff, you know. Um, I mean, it's kind of an interesting thought. Abraham wasn't a Hebrew. He wasn't a Jew. He wasn't. And, but that is, you know, Abraham's like the big, you know, father of, you know, you know, everything right he was a Sumerian he came from this right there in the Bible he came from the city of Ur he was a Sumerian so all of his stories his upbringing everything that he knows about are all those Sumerian legends about the Anunnaki and Inki and Enlil and all that stuff that's what he grew up on um, so is it any wonder that a lot of those tales that are in the Bible, kind of, you can kind of cross-reference with some of them that are out of the Sumerian legends as well. You know, so um, I do hope if I get abducted someday that it's like in that '80s movie, uh, *Flight of the Navigator*. Did you watch that? Oh my gosh! It's like years back ago. in the '80s. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, he lost time or whatever, but. Right. Um, he came back, his family was all older, uh, but then I guess it, they finally, you know, at the end, the alien ship that he was flying around that he made friends with, they, uh, they dropped him back off at the same time that they took him from and, and stuff like that. But that's, that's, sounds like a more fun way to be abducted. Not some of the other movies that I've <laughs> seen. Mm-mm. Yeah, um, Andrea commenting in there. I'm an archaeology major, and I believe humans built ancient monuments without outside help. I mean, it's it's they very well could have done it on their own. What's in, what's interesting is that um, for a lot of that construction back then, we don't have the technology today to recreate it, um, or it's very very difficult, or we just came into the know how to do it very recently. That how how has it been for thousands and thousands of years? We haven't been able to reproduce this stuff. Um, so, I mean, may or may not be with outside help. There's also, you know, theories out there about, um, you know, that there's an ancient part of our ancestry that's been lost. That um, you could really date it back to the flood. The flood is pretty universal i mean it's in almost every culture of that flood story so it could very likely be that the flood wiped out a higher advanced not 
having computers or what have you. And I think that's where a lot of things get kind of confused is people will say, well, yeah, you know, there's a, you know, a highly advanced civilization back then. And, you know, but they didn't have automobiles and computers and stuff like that, but they were higher than um, the ones that came after them very possibly because something like the flood, maybe it was the flood, volcano, whatever it was, wiped them out. And so those that were left over didn't have that know-how and had to start from scratch again and went in a different direction. Um, and it just, and they're looking at these fantastic, magnificent monuments like, oh my God, how did our people before do that? We don't know how to do that now. And it's because those people that knew how to do it were wiped out. And so I think there's some great arguments that, um, that are out there. Um, you know, about, you think about it now, you know, if there was a massive tragedy to happen to the earth right now, um, I remember reading the book, uh, it was called One Second After, it was basically like an EMP just hit the United States and, you know, everybody lost basically like their electronics, anything they used a computer, whatever, it was just gone. Basically, we were sucked right back into like the caveman days almost. Who would survive that? You know, our society is dependent on going to the supermarket and having your car and computers and all that stuff. Who would survive it? It would be the, those living off the land right now. You know, third people in third world countries would survive that. People in the big cities right now would not because they don't know how to survive without their supermarkets and their, you know, cell phones and all of that. So... So it's a good idea now to learn to get back to the basics. <clears throat> yeah, just learn in some case. basic stuff. <laughs> just learn in case. Some, yeah. Um, spooky. There was a major UFO scare in San Diego about 29 years ago. A huge green flying saucer hovered over the over the five freeway. It finally shifted position. Uh, it was the Fuji blimp. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's funny. And yeah, there's false sightings like that. Absolutely false sightings. Uh, a couple of questions here from the chat. Uh, Jen Corgus asking, uh, do aliens have female and males or something like that? Um, I would say if they reproduce, probably. I've never seen one. Right. I mean, so I it's, have no idea. Yeah, w without actually like meeting the alien race and asking them or studying them or what have you. I mean, that's all purely speculation. You know, um, there's people, there's supposed to be insiders that know about a lot of these different things or no aliens. Um, and the insider thing, the quote unquote insider thing, and where, you know, people are getting, you know, a, their information from, um, it, it, it's, it's the way you always hear it is, well, you know, I heard it from some insiders, you know, that know about this, that, or the other thing. And it's like, okay. How do I know? How do I know it's reliable? Just calling them an insider doesn't make it reliable, you know. Um, you know, I was watching. Um, I was watching some David Wilcock the other day, and you know, I I, I didn't like David at first. Was, <laughs> there was something about it. I was like, I don't know. Um, and he's kind of grown on me, you know. Watching his stuff, he's a bit eccentric, definitely a bit eccentric, and. But you know what? He has a good heart. And so it's like, okay, I, I, I can do it. He has a good heart. I think he gets a little eccentric at times. But I think he has some good stuff, too, and makes a lot of great points. And, you know, he, he has really studied a lot of different areas. So he's very knowledgeable. But 
he's been doing some live streams lately and so i was working on some stuff i was popping them on um and he made a comment about an insider this is where i'm getting to the nsa stuff um about an insider saying that there was this um and this is paraphrasing that there was this uh place in nsa that it was called one thing but it was acting i can't remember if he actually said what that one thing was supposed to be i think he did uh but it was actually a uh uh an office dealing specifically with aliens and it was on the eighth floor of nsa this was from an insider eighth floor of nsa well i worked at nsa for a couple of years and i will tell you that there are at the uh, headquarters of nsa there in fort fort george g meade maryland um there are three eight floor eighth floors <laughs> because there's four buildings and three of them exceed eight stories so it's like that doesn't tell me anything and it, it makes me question the reliability of a statement like that you know if i mean if it was something like you know it was the eighth floor of the headquarters building or you know there's the 2a and 2b buildings basically they call them they call them the reagan buildings um it was built during his administration you know if you, if you said it was 2a or 2b uh, you know eighth floor i'd been like okay cool especially 2b because um, that building is just freaking creepy um and i was telling shauna about some of this stuff earlier <laughs> that um i didn't, wasn't usually in that building i was in the one that doesn't have eight floors which is the original uh headquarters building uh, and then they expanded and, and put other buildings in there um but and we didn't usually do this but if for some reason we had to park and come in the main entrance or to go out to the uh the squadron orderly room i was in the air force um and the orderly rooms weren't in nsa they were in what used to be barracks across the street and so if we'd walk over there it was a long walk you know, or if you want to get some exercise and go out that way whatever um but those times that we did come in that way we cut through 2b to get to uh where we were at those hallways were really creepy now nsa already has some really creepy hallways um in fact at the time they had the longest hallway in the world which i walked <laughs> because we had we had to go that way to get to one of the offices that we serviced <laughs> but um yeah it's if if they would have said you know eighth floor of 2b i'd have been like okay cool and that would have made total sense to me because going in there you know you have these white it was like raised subfloors for the hallways um so you know they got computers and stuff but all the doors were just you know shut locked they you know some of them heavily locked it was like you were going like almost this very sterile i don't want to say penitentiary environment because it wasn't like a jail but it was just you know if just think of something sci-fi very sterile and just ominous at the same time because it wasn't exactly bright it was dark within these hallways and it was like oh my god <laughs> you know, it's like this is where they lock away all the shit <laughs> so if you would have told me that then i'd been like okay you got me there but just to say yeah eighth floor of nsa it's like no it just because there's three of them there's three of them um you were told me the basement i definitely would have bought that <laughs> the basement is um it's just it's this this last this last one uh the basement is 
uh, definitely really interesting. So NSA is a location where all kinds of legends and lore associated with it. A lot of um, you know conspiracy theories coming out of there. You know they call it the Puzzle Palace. Um, there's a lot of alien theories coming out of there. Of course, like we're talking about, one of those when you're working in there is the basement. Um, you know they they talk about like serious. They talk about people that have been lost down there for years. And the one time that I was uh, down there for any significant portion of time, I was taking a class. Actually, we we're holding a class down in the basement for several weeks. I took. I can't remember what the class was on. Um, and we the and it wasn't that we had to stray off too far or anything like that to get there. And, you know, we hit the bottom and we kind of walked straight forward. And I think there might have been a turn in there somewhere, but. Um, I remember taking a glance down this one hallway and they were kind of, they weren't exactly straight. There were some of them that were kind of slant ways and stuff too. You could seriously get lost down there. And I remember looking down this one hallway and this one little old lady comes out of there and it, and I don't know how this thing like weirdly intersects. It was one of those that was kind of slant like, and she comes around the corner, kind of looks at me and she would have looked that way because she was headed that way. She looked at me and then turned back around. I kept going and I was like, what in the world? It was like, this was one of those people that were lost down there because she was this little old lady. She was dressed like something straight out of the freaking 1950s. I think the, if I recall correctly, the building was built in the 60s, but um, she looked like she was out of the 50s. And yeah, I remember thinking then this is one of those people that have been lost down there or you know, maybe it was a, maybe it was a ghost, <laughs> ghost of NSA, um, or maybe they're doing some time travel shit down there. I don't know, but it was freaking weird. That was like, I mean, that was probably the most creeped out I, would, I ever was at NSA was that moment right there. seeing that little old lady. <laughs> it was weird. So, um, Let's see if you guys got any chance. Shauna's nervous. I'm going to get abducted this weekend or something, mm. and I'll be gone. So um, <clears throat> uh, what do you think about Bob Lazar's claims about Area 51? This is from Robert. So, I mean, Area 51. Well, Area 51, I'll say, is not like Independence Day because Area 51 is not an assault base. <laughs> the movie Independence Day. Did you ever see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Area 51 is not an assault base. Um, do I, I mean, do I know of anything there about aliens or alien technology or anything? I mean, that's, a you know, all there's a lot of claims about Area 51 um, as far as aliens, alien technology and all that stuff. Um, what I will say about um, their stuff, their stuff, out there and about and what have you. Um, I can't really say exactly what, I mean, I've, I just mentioned Independence Day. And so move, that movie comes out, watching it, and you get curious, right? And you start doing a little poking around while you're there. And, you know, there's nothing that's like wide out in the open that, the, that you're just gonna see. I mean, the way, um, the way top secret security clearance works, which is what I had, you know, it's, um, I had TSS, SBI, and basically all those letters are different compartments that, um, that you have access to 
that also you have to have a quote unquote need to know on top of that. And so, you know, I didn't, while I could get to and, you know, technically had access to different things, it always came down to that need to know. So there were certain things that I could get to up to a point. You know, like I said, I'm, you're going to fish around a little bit. And so, yeah, you could see stuff was going on, but you couldn't get specifics, you know. So it's not like I go fishing around within there and all of a sudden I see, like, you know, the alien body in a tank or, you know, a photo of a UFO or what have you. But, you know, you see some a little bit of documentation and it's like something's going on with there with that, you know. So that's about as much as you get unless you are directly working within there. You know, which I wasn't. I mean, mine, mine was a support role for the spies. <laughs> so, um, see what else you guys have down here. Um, is Shauna drinking herb tea? <laughs> At this time of night, always. I am drinking the Dandelion Super Herb Tea from Republic of Tea, which I purchased at. It's Raining Zen, who also has t-shirts. Yeah, so Shauna's yeah. the, I guess you're the first to get I'm the, the It's Raining Z t-shirt. So, yeah, if you look on their page, I'm, probably, I'm the first one. Awesome. Yeah. They So they posted a pickup view on their page for that? Mm -hmm. Cool. Should have. Yeah, he said he was going to. Okay. Yeah. So from uh, Betty Lange, Mike and Shauna, if you met an alien, what would you ask them, him, or her? i kind of been running my mouth for a while. What would you ask them? Um, can I ride in your ship? And if so, can I come back at the same time that I, you know, got taken away in? So can I get a joyride? Yeah. When you guys, you know, when you guys die, you know, do you, are you like reborn somewhere else? Does reincarnation thing work with you guys? Or, you know, do you see ghost aliens running around? Do you hear voices and you don't see others of your kind i mean do you guys see human spirits whenever you're around here you know how do you instead of a gray you see a human yeah so yeah there's a lot of stuff i want to know those are hey, great questions I actually figure, you know their their ideas on religion yeah i figure if human spirits aren't going to answer my question somebody better do it because there's only <laughs> one way to really really find out i'm just not ready for that yet no, I, all those are, you know, those are absolutely fantastic questions because you wonder, you know, is that type of ritualism, but basically religions are, you know, do those sort of things happen elsewhere in the universe or is it just like a human thing? You know, it, it could very well be that they just, they don't have any sort of deity, God, whatever, and they're just like, you know, it's the it's the herbs, man. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, no, it's, but it, it, it makes you wonder how you know. We already see within our own um, species across the world how diverse it is from culture to culture to culture. That now you take a being that's not even from Earth that's been living elsewhere for millions or billions of years or whatever and you know how their cultures are and how vastly different they may be 
So those are all, you know, fantastic questions. I thought about I thought about this. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Maybe exposed to somebody that has answers someday, and I need to be prepared. Yeah. So you never know. Well, you know, there's always Dolores Cannon, who, with her past life regressions, you know, some of those people had apparently alien past lives. If you believe in the stuff that Dolores Cannon did with past life regression, which we are going to be talking about past life regression next week when we have uh, Rebecca Smuck on. So that'll be interesting. So um, let's see what else you guys had in here for questions because when I was kind of monologuing, I wasn't checking the chat. Um, so this is Kathy Silly until seems we have our own uh, insider here. Well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the building for a little while, you know. Um, you know. I will throw out there this challenge, though. I'll throw this one out there. You want to tell me that you're some... You want to sell me on an insider from NSA instead of eighth floor. I can't remember if it was January or February. I think it was February. February. Tell me the big shit that went down at NSA February 1997. If you've been paying attention, you're not going to be able to Google that shit. But if you're paying attention what the hell is going on within that building, you know, you got that much of an ear to the ground or whatever, you'd know. I, I, I want to see if anybody, I mean, I don't know. I mean, probably mostly our, mostly, mostly our uh, Mad Hatters out here, but if anybody else coming across this video happens to, uh, you know, fancy themselves an insider, I'd like to see if somebody could own up to that challenge. Sean has no idea what I'm talking about. No, I'm not an insider. <laughs> You're the in um, the only insider I know, and you know. Oh well, that's not true. I just had a. I just maybe, had a. Maybe, maybe someone that we know that lives in Alton might know something. Well, yeah, he might know something. I mean, I had a. I have a few little NSA anecdotes because I was in the building for a while, but that's that's about it, and probably a couple things up in Alaska. Because he definitely has some stuff that he cannot repeat aloud, but some things yeah. he might be able to confirm or deny. So, and that's fine. And that's and that's what it comes down to in a lot of cases where there's stuff you know. And I told you one earlier that I'm not going to say on here. That I'm not going to repeat on here because um, there's no way <laughs> there's no way that would fly. And I didn't even give you all the information on that, but you can't. And it's 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 not and it's not like it's dangerous shit. In fact, it's like I would say it, you'd be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But it's it's the nature of the freaking the, the way governments work, you know. And and it's not just it's not just the way governments doing shit now. It's the way governments have worked for for all time, you know. Um, yeah, they they don't want people talking about their shit. So, somebody starts to do so, even if it's not bad or malicious or anything like that. They disappear. They disappear. That's right. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> They're listening. They're watching you. They're That's watching right. the show right now. Yep. So, per Andrew, what was your rank in the Air Force? Um, I only made it as high as a senior airman. I was um, 
I was in for six years and was out. So um, I, my path into the Air Force was really weird. Because um, I was originally supposed to go to college. I was going to. I was all geared up for that. Um, and so and I would have had probably almost any college of my choice. Um, and I did the weirdest thing going into the Air Force. And I, I didn't go ROTC. I didn't go and become an officer. Um, because my friends that were going in were all enlisting. So I, en I you know, I enlisted. Uh, and so, yeah, it was a, an interesting path uh, to get in there. Um, I, it's, it's, what's funny now is, because I, I actually, I wasn't fond of it. You know, and it's not like I'm not proud to have served my country. I'm proud to have served my country, but the the individuality that they try to rip from you just did not sit well with me. You know that you're 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 part of a system. You're you're a cog in the wheel. Da 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 da. You know, um, and you know when you go through basic and all that, they they strip that away from you, or at least they attempt to, and so. You know, I, I adhered to that for a few years, and then um, this is like way off topic, but this happened. Um, so it was actually when I was still there uh, at NSA, and it's a story about my ex-wife, but it's it's jacked up. Um, so she was having a rough pregnancy with my uh, my middle son Chase, the one that just graduated from college on en route to and uh, saw the UFO. Um, but uh, I was in I was in a class then. It was actually the class was outside of uh, of NSA, but I was taking it was a programming class, and I got a call that you know she was having um, a rough time. She was headed to the hospital. All this stuff, and it was a uh, it was a staff sergeant I was talking to. It wasn't my direct supervisor or anything like that but he was another nco that was there and so um he was like you know just go ahead and go and i was like well yeah no shit i'm gonna go ahead and go and off to the hospital i went so i get in there the next day the nco i see of our shop and my direct supervisor sit me down and give me a letter of admonishment because they said technically i was awol mm -hmm. Technically, I was AWOL because this other staff sergeant wasn't my direct supervisor, even though I told him what I was doing. He told my supervisor and all that stuff because I didn't you know, directly get the permission from my supervisor, and I just took off to the hospital to go be with you know, my wife at the time, who was having all these problems, that I was technically AWOL. They gave me a letter of admonishment, and my reaction was I fucking rolled my eyes at them. I rolled my eyes, and then they gave <laughs> their their looks right back at me. Was <laughs> like, you know, you just didn't. The stuff movies are made of. Yeah, but no. I, by that point, I was sick of the bullshit. You know, it's just it's just crap like that. So, so I was happy when I got out. Happy to serve my country and have you know have that quote unquote honor, whatever. Yes, great. It's, it's awesome. You know, my grandfathers were in the military I had uncles that were in the military yes it's, it's proud to serve my country but the bullshit no no um 
Yeah, you know, that's that's crazy, I know. Um, but, you know, I, I did have an Air Force Achievement Medal. <laughs> so I had a lot of good things on my thing. I was a, I was a basic training honor grad. I, you know, I had the Achievement Medal. I had, I had good stuff along with it, too. So, you know, it wasn't just that stupid letter, which was ridiculous. Um, from Betty Lange, what do you think of Trump's Space Force? Um, honestly, I'm, I'm cool with it. What do you, well, what do you think? I mean, I've been kind of running my mouth for a little while. What do you think of Trump's space force? I don't really think of Trump. <laughs> I mean, it's, I don't really think of politics in general, so I don't really care what's going on. And maybe that's stupid or whatever, but it just seems like they're not, none of them are really on our side. So it's just like they have their own thing and they can give crap less about the rest of us in the world. So they don't care about me. I don't care about them. It's a big mess. Fair what enough. They no, do I, is what they do. I, I don't even, I don't really care anymore. It's just a big mess nowadays. No, I, I totally get that when it comes to <clears throat> politics. You know, having spent a little bit of time playing around in the political arena, I totally get that. Um, Trump's Space Force. I mean, I, I mean, isn't it, does it strike anybody else as odd that we got out of the whole space program? You know, um, you know we stopped going to the moon. I know that was expensive. Stop doing the space shuttle, but the space shuttle was, you know, to do shit orbiting our own planet. So why the hell do we get out of that? You know, it's, it, it seems very, very strange to me that we did that um, and, and took ourselves out of that when in the long run, we have to consider space. I mean, we're already doing a lot up there. And basically we're paying the Russians, we're paying Russia to go up there right now. Um, why would we do that when we had the technology to do it ourselves? It doesn't make sense. Um, you know, so advancing out into space, it's it's going to happen. We have to. Um, for all the, I mean, there's some fear mongering going on about overpopulation. But yeah, overpopulation is going to happen. Straight up, it is going to happen. And that's an issue that we're going to have to deal with. And I know a lot of people say, well, there's plenty of room that we can expand to. It's like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, technically that's true. If you just go by score miles and you know number of people and you know how much each person could take, there's issues with that. There's a lot of damn places I would not want to live. I want I don't want to live out in the middle of a desert, and it's really hard sometimes to stick a house on the side of a mountain, you know, or Alaska. I mean, I spent three years up there, but it sucks to live up there, you know. Um, so it doesn't always work in a lot of places. Um, also, as people expand the footprint of where we live um, and, and keep building houses and then all the things that have to go along with, okay, now you have more people. Well, now we need you know, we need more stores and we need more restaurants and you know places for people to work. And so all that are, is additional space that gets taken up. All the while, places where we grow our food shrink when we would need it to expand. I mean, there, uh, there's stuff out there about you know tearing down the you know amazon to put in these uh soybean farms that to, so uh, or soy farms or you know whatever other farms they have down there to feed the cattle that we're going to turn the cattle into hamburger you know so that we can have more burgers i mean it's it's a cycle well eventually all that goes away <laughs> because you have these people that are that are expanding so eventually you know unless we just let the 
because it's a parabola it's it's the same thing with any other species on earth that it gets to a certain point in population and shit just starts to die off um you know so it'll eventually get there with humans the only way to circumvent that without just suddenly plunging is to get off the planets and go pop and go populate somewhere else too you know which eventually as we go along we're going to have to do anyways because the earth is not eternal so you know all those aliens coming in you know they could be having a problem that we will eventually face and now we can finally bring it full circle <laughs> back to the aliens um they could be facing a problem that we are eventually going to face which is their planet may be nearing extinction extinction where you know their star their sun could be at that point where it's about to envelop their planet or you know maybe the you know gravitational pulls gotten all quirky or whatever it doesn't last forever it eventually gets destroyed this planet will not always be here i mean we think okay it's gonna be trillions of years from now well yeah that might be or billions or whatever it is um but it is going to happen and so well it might not happen in your lifetime it's going to happen in somebody's lifetime so it eventually has to happen so maybe some of these aliens are coming here looking for a new home or or something like that and that's something we are eventually going to have to do as well and considering the way the population is going to keep growing and exploding we have to consider those things now i believe and so coming up with a space force would basically be the protection of colonists out there at least i'd hope and hmm. it's not to war so what do you think of all that i gotta look at the chat to see if there's questions so yeah, what do you think of all that go for it go for it <laughs> yeah like i said i've had my two experiences i don't follow along with politics i'm all about the ghosts and the fact that there's been this little twinkle over there in the corner you've by been the seeing boxes. a twinkle again huh yeah that's They're what spying on us that's what I've been kind of watching. It's yeah. popping up randomly around the boxes over there. So, um, Donna says her vote doesn't count anyway. Well, you know, that's, I, I am, I'm, I saw a mention of rebel down there. I am going to buck the normal trend of every vote counts. It doesn't. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. I mean, your one vote. You, you, what you have to do is get a shit ton of votes, okay? One vote doesn't mean dick. <laughs> and I, and politics aside, okay, you know, I, I'm going to reveal a, a bit of myself here that some of you may not like, and I'm sorry, but it's a true story and it illustrates a point, okay? I know you still love me. No matter what. No matter what. Okay. In 2000, I really, 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 really did not want Al Gore to become president. <laughs> it really didn't. So, yes, I supported George W. Bush. And I got him elected. Oh, go ahead and laugh, but it's fucking true. And I'll tell you why. Because I realized that my one vote doesn't mean dick. I'm going to vote Republican, and I'm in, living in Maryland. <laughs> Maryland's always blue. I mean, it's just you. I mean, except for the the last time it was red was when Reagan was in office and everybody freaking voted for Reagan. I like literally almost everybody. Um, 
so Maryland's always going to be a blue state. So me trying to vote in Maryland doesn't mean a thing. So I put together this flyer that I thought might be a little influential. And so I went around my neighborhood with this flyer that I created, dropping it off of people's doorsteps. And then realizing, I'm still in fucking Maryland. <laughs> Getting my neighborhood in the neighborhood next to ours to vote my way doesn't mean dick. Maryland's still going to vote for Al Gore. So I started sending it. Just I, I spammed the shit out of all kinds of different like Republican offices all over the freaking country. I got all these different lists and just start emailing everybody. And it started getting used around the country. I got a call from, and I forget his name now, he was the guy that was heading up the Bush campaign in New York. And he's like, what is this flyer and who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> so I explained my story and what, I, and what I had done and all that. And he's like, people don't do that. And I'm like, well, I did. And he's like, okay, let me talk to Ken Melman, who was the chairman of Bush's campaign at the time. And of course, be, you know, became his um, whatever the hell at the, at the White House there. Um, Ken Melman signed off on it and they started using the flyer. And I heard a lot of reports and feedback and you know stuff from all kinds of people, and it was being used really heavily in Florida, which of course is what got George W. Bush elected. So now we've lost half the crowd. I'm sorry. We're going to be down to 2,000 subscribers by the end of the night. But it's it, it's adhering to Donna's point that the one vote doesn't matter if you really want to. If you really want to make a change, if you really want something to happen like that, you have to get a whole shit ton more people involved, you know, because you're, you're one voice, which is great. You're at least acknowledging that you have a voice and you're trying to put something out there, but you need that one voice to become a much bigger voice, you know, otherwise it just gets lost in the wind. So... I thought it went on a really fucking weird <laughs> I did not intend to go there tonight. Holy crap. So about those aliens. About those aliens. Yeah. About those... No, well, I mean, that's... But that's... <laughs> yeah, but you can bring it back to that because um, you, you have a lot of people out there, you know, that are... You know, they're coming together and they're trying to be a voice to say, we've had these experiences you know, we've had these alien experiences. These different things have happened to us. We've witnessed these different things. And yes, there's some space cadets out there. Like, they're gone and, you know, <laughs> whatever. There's always some people like that, you know, in whatever organization it is. Um, unfortunately, in when it comes to the aliens, people always point to those people as, well, that's who they all are. But no, there's, there's actually really um, intelligent, thoughtful, caring people involved in all this stuff whether it's ghosts whether it's aliens you know whatever it is um all this supernatural stuff that we deal with fairies you know <laughs> we've seen fairies yeah i can't say that it is but i can't say that it isn't either you know it's i believe it is based on what we've been taught to believe they act like yeah. It doesn't act like anything else I've seen before, and I've seen my share of stuff. You know, it acted like what, you know, 
I've been taught to think that they act like, so that's what I'm calling it. There you go. Until someone can prove that it's something else, then I am just going based on the um, just just based on the difference in the energy, and just based you know on its behavior, and based on you know your experience of it because what you saw was way different than what it was by the time i saw it so yeah yeah because i'd I'd seen it transform it was it was something that was transformative you know and you know like with you know if that was a fairy okay you know we could people who witness the different uh alien extraterrestrial activity could be witnessing some of that stuff too you know that could be very well something you know that happens within you know their species within their race um, and because we don't normally see it here on Earth, it's not something that we regularly observe. A lot of people can't comprehend that. You know, they they only comprehend what's right in front of them. Um, and so it's going to take you know an alien popping up in front of them and be like, "Hey, pff, you know, I'm here." Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, apparently there are reasons why that's not happening so much right now. I mean, some people see the craft fly by. Some people actually see the beings themselves. Um, but it, you know, it sometimes it sounds like a chance encounter to some others. There's this whole agenda. I don't know because I'm not that type of insider. I just know that there's three eighth floors in the NSA. <laughs> um. So, but it, but it's all interesting um, to listen to and to take in to see what other people's viewpoints are and what their experiences are. Um, to me it's really interesting and i think that you know like like we always talk about with with history and legends and folklore there's always a little nugget in there so even some of these stories that you're kind of like are you freaking kidding me i think there's still a little nugget in there that there's still something that happened Um, betty lange is asking do you think the ufo metals are better than our knowledge of metal uh that's a good question um I mean, they may have other metals that we do not know of yet. Um, some metals, some metals we we know for sure are more plentiful in space than here on Earth. Like iridium, if you come across iridium on Earth, then you can almost rest assured that it came off of a meteorite um, because it, it just isn't found here. So, uh, so there's stuff like that. So there may be some other elements out there. Um, a lot of those insiders, what have you will do claim that like a lot of their metal alloys are stronger yes go ahead i have a story shauna has a story i've already told it i think but the stuff that was dug up from the cellar the basement oh at the the cafe cafe yeah didn't know uh what it was and the stuff that it was encased in uh was unidentifiable couldn't really put a finger on it so had it sent off to be analyzed and it uh, it gave off emf and so that's originally why Mm -hmm. they sent it off because it was just burying you know a k2 just like what the hell you know what what is this um no electricity in the cafe at the time so you know, it's not like, and, and nobody had cell phone signal in there, ever. Mm-hmm. If you did, it was a miracle. But oh, there, yeah, you get no yeah, cell phone There is no ever. way, yeah. nobody ever did. So, um, 
but the information that came back was that it had the same uh, properties as Meteor Rock. There you go. So the Meteor Rock was at the bottom of the cafe. Buried in the cellar. Buried in the cellar. About a foot or so under the cellar. And it was giving off some sort of EMF. Yeah. Yeah. That's originally That's why it was sent off. If it hadn't done that, it had just been, they just assumed it was some kind of rock, dirt, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, covering it. But um, nothing else around it. But just if you held it up to that object, it was just like blink, 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 blink. You right. know, I had pictures of what it looked like after the stuff was taken off. It was just some like carving tool or whatever it looked like hmm. from. Um, I think the archaeology department said that they thought it was, uh, and then like the little screws or whatever, the little box screws or square, yeah. um, back front back in like the eighteen hundreds or so. But just the stuff that it was or was around it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I wish I'd have seen yeah. that. Yeah, I have pictures of it somewhere. I think you've shown me a, a photo, yeah, or at least down you. there, of everybody down there at the time it was being dug up. I think that's what you've shown me. Yeah, and it was yeah. really cool because the thing that had like a little top or like had, mm-hmm. and it was shaped like a skull. It was really that's cool. cool. Yeah. So, um,. Greg Rinkin, I don't think any of the governments are really in power. I mean, there's a lot of talk about, you know, Illuminati, shadow government, all that. So that's all conspiracy stuff. Another topic for another day. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll probably get John D'Souza back on here and talk about that. So we have, we have interesting talk about uh, similar type stuff because we got into conspiracies with that show. Uh, but we also touched on alien UFO stuff. Um, so I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up. We're you know past our hour, and uh, people are calling it an evening. So um, this was interesting. Touched on a lot of different things, things that we didn't think we'd get into. Um, if this is my last broadcast, I, I, it's been a real treat and it's been a fun ride. And <laughs> I wish you all well in the rest of your lives. <laughs> I'll probably be back in Alaska by tomorrow night. <laughs> um, so, uh, Jen R. All Rogue 7 says, Watch the other stream. I had similar light flashing thing. Interesting. More twinkles, it sounds like. Hmm. All right. Um, so, next week, Edge of the Rabbit Hole, Rebecca Smucker, we'll be talking about uh, past life regression. I don't know yet for inside the upside down. So that's what's on tap. So it'll be interesting, and um, hopefully our frontier issues will. And we're just going to have to. I don't know. Do something about the neighborhood. Cut everybody's power or something. <laughs> like, all right, it's ours. It's ours for right now. Because yeah, it was like just right at about. I mean, it happened with Carl last week. We got like once it got halfway through his show, we we're pretty well fine. Um, Tonight it was like a little bit longer with Chris Peters, probably about forty minutes, and then we were fine. You know, so it's like something's just turning off, and then we're back on. It's weird. So, um, Kathy Silney told Mike, when they abduct you, send us a sign, uh, air a show with them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like hey guys, it's show night. Come on, you're gonna sit down with me. <laughs> we're gonna interview. <laughs> Um, and Betty Lang is saying uh, happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, three years tonight. Mm-hmm. So, 
All right, everybody. Let's um, let's go ahead and do the shout outs. Um, Donna saying that she's ours when we bring on a guest. We've had it perfectly fine when we've brought on a guest too. So it's been the last couple of weeks. Have been crazy. Um, all right. Did we have any? Nope, we didn't. So all right. Um, all right. So Donna, thank you for Cheshire catting the chat. Appreciate that. Um, we'll go through the participants list here. So we have Beat Three Airspace, one of our Deep Down the Rabbit Hole Patreon patrons. So Deep Down the Rabbit Hole Patreon patrons is um, Tom McNicholas, Beat Three Airspace, BD Flint and Zippy Davis, Pamela Queen, Joe Chandler, uh, Dustin Samario, and Andrew Cox. Thank you guys all very much for being Deep Down the Rabbit Hole Patreon patrons. You got to hear another, as far as like a behind the scenes thing, for those that are uh, $3 and up, you got to get an interesting little story um, about the preacher's room. Well, it was inspired by the preacher's room at Rhodes Hotel. Um, but yeah, a story I haven't told on here before is out there on Patreon. So um, then we got Betty Lange. Thank you very much. Kathy Siliento. Thank you as well. David Buchholz. Thanks for joining us again tonight uh debbie 08 thank you as well greg grinkin thank you jen r all rogue seven thanks once again for being out here robert hannah thank you as well the haglin good to see you again tim Schoen, thank you as well. there's zippy davis all right i'll check back over here um a uh a is that is that supposed is that australia the a in a dollar sign mm. 2777 Super chat for Jim R. Jen R. All Rogue Seven. Thank you very much. I think Australians AU. Jen, where is that? A and then the dollar sign. It might that might be Australia. Usually it's AU. But um, well, thank you very much. Absolutely appreciate that. And so we have a super chat superstar, Jen. <laughs> All right. Ooh, hashtag. Yep, Australia. Yes. Okay, so it is Australia. Okay, very cool. All right, and um, I'll look here for any last-minute shout-outs that might be hanging. Jen Corgus, okay, see? I know it's not all-inclusive because there's one that wasn't in the list. Is is Tillery out there lurking? Yeah, I don't know. Tillery's probably lurking. He was probably watching um, Oak Island earlier. Oak Island. Oak Island. Yeah. All right. So that's it, everybody. We will catch you next week. You all have a great rest of the evening. Till next time.